Welcome, 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 everybody. You're here for a mind trip, a brain bend, a theme park for the intellect and imagination. You want some stimulation for your mind expansion? Well, let's go on the ride and loop-de-loop into a land where the curiosity never ends. That's right. It's your late night talk show for the shamelessly fringe. I'm Greg Bornstein. This is Open Loops, Conversations That Bend. This episode, I had a fun time. I, I really like this guy. Uh, a Jiro Paul anointed Holy Spirit shaman, Zekms. Uh, yes, he's a hypnotist. He's a healer. He's a diviner. He's a lot of things, which, like me, a lot of interests, a lot of varied interests. Also, what I find interesting is that he lives, like I said in the intro, in the space past the critical faculty of the mind. Um, this show, for those of you who uh, maybe have tuned into other episodes and been like, oh, this seems like a regular sort of interview. Um, this episode and the show in general always flirts with the parts of your mind that aren't normally a, uh, easily accessible um, because that's what interests me. I'm drawn into the forbidden realms, the secrets, the taboo, what's beyond the conscious mind that we live in into the land of escape which I believe can be externalized in art and pop culture, but I believe the source is inside this mystery box that's in your head that only a skilled hypnotist or guide, if you will, really is able to allow you to let go and surrender to. Now you can do it to yourself, and a Jiro comes from that philosophy, and he's going to share some advice that uh, he's, I, I, I believe a Jiro is naturally gifted, but also, I believe this stuff with discipline can be trained. So you're going to learn a lot of things uh, that are applicable to experiencing a life that is better because you're more in tune with what's happening in your subconscious mind. So uh, Milton Erickson would have hated that, by the way. Milton was the world-renowned creator of indirect hypnosis, because he would have said, it's your unconscious mind. Subconscious, unconscious, it doesn't matter. The point is, you got a critical mind, you listening, and you're probably saying, I can't ever be hypnotized. And whatever's going on behind that fear, and whatever is going on behind that voice, the creative faculty, the part of you that dreams, that part knows you can absolutely be hypnotized. And Ijiro Paul Anointed is going to get into how you can and the wonderful, wonderful non-medical benefits. Now, if you want to teach your friends how to get off drugs and just hypnotize themselves, please do share the Open Loops podcast. Subscribe leave a rating, leave a review. It definitely helps get it out there. And now, without further ado, enjoy a very loopy, trancy, and expansive episode. Today on Open Loops, we have a Jiro Paul, a.k.a. 
Elijah Christ Solomon, a.k.a. Holy Spirit Shaman, plus Fast Chronic Pain Freedom Expert, plus Laughter Trainer. I mean, you, you do so much, Ijiro. Um, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, too. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, did you ever have any idea that you would be using hypnosis or NLP? Like, how did you get into this space where you were healing people, Ijiro? Okay. Uh, I kind of like was always uh, hypnotic naturally and fascinated by the idea of uh, a modality where I could help influence or heal people yeah from a very deep emotional level and psychological level but i never knew that i'm gonna end up as a i was gonna end up as a hypnotist or something like that yeah but i got into hypnosis when i was about 14 years old 14 15 yeah wow yeah in secondary school yeah because i was practicing divination oh then and healing some like Christ christian healing yeah you're so practicing divination I, so wait a minute what does that mean exactly like divination you, yeah, the, yeah what kind of divination were you doing at 14 i mean that sounds like a very young age to start practicing okay divination i was divination is basically knowing knowing everything yeah that's how i see it knowing everything you can know you can know spiritually from a spiritual means from an other than normal means yeah are you um were you, do you were your parents shamans or or christian healers and all like like where did you this divination uh come from my so so my mom is a pastor <laughs> she's amazing i love her so much yeah and i always see her preaching preaching prophesying praying for people, healing the sick. My dad is an elder in the church. So I kind of like just got it from them, but it, it wasn't kind of like Jesus, Jesus kind of a Christ, Christianity way, kind of prophesying or something like that. But I, I just had an instinctive knowing of what to do and how to talk to people that they would actually be convinced and convicted that, hey, this guy knows a lot about me or, knows almost everything about me or, or I, I just knew from a very young age how to how to uh tear apart the are you still there You're, sorry what, what did you just say we lost you for a second knew, okay i i just you, kind of knew instinctively how to rip apart the veils the spiritual veils and draw energy from the spiritual realm the worlds wow that's wild <laughs> that's a crazy i mean uh you know that's a that's a wild claim to know that from a young age what was your like first experience where you ripped apart the spiritual veils do you remember a story okay uh it's it's it was earlier but i didn't pretty know what i was doing it kind of i kind of got um, awareness about it when i was 14. that's the basic gist but i was doing it a long time ago from the age of nine nine seven 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 to nine seven to nine yeah so i i was in the house in, in the house fellowship in the church fellowship that was going on in my house our family house i said that time and i just 
I was raptured. Uh, everyone was speaking in tongues and I was just raptured. I couldn't speak in tongues as I then, but I just saw fire on everybody's head, resting on everybody's head. Wow. And some was higher and hotter than some. But mine, mine, my own fire was the, the hottest and the highest. And I came out of the trance after everything and everybody had already started, started going home. And I told my mom about it. She said, hey, you slept off, buddy. What's up? I said, no, I didn't sleep off. This is what happened. She said, wow, okay, I'll take you to the pastors tomorrow. So I told them, and that was it. Fire on heads. Like, 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 were you actually seeing now? I mean, you know. In, yeah, literally. Literal literally. fire. Wow. So you see things that others can't necessarily see with, like, waking reality. Uh, I wouldn't say can't, but... I see things that people won't put in enough work to see. Yeah. Why do you think you got selected? Like, I know you were a Jiro Paul anointed, um, you know, <laughs> like, like, how did you get anointed? I mean, that's an amazing <laughs> skill set that, that to be able to, yeah. to have that ability naturally where some people work their whole lives to be able to experience these things. Okay. So most people say, Hey, I was gifted and that's all. But other people say, Nah, I worked, I worked my ass off for it. But I, I would say it's, it's kind of in between. Yeah, I, mm. I, I know I have the gift naturally because you can walk all your life and still not get it. But I have the gift and I also really, really studied. Yeah, the word of God says study to show yourself approved. When I say the word of God, I'm not saying it from a religious angle, of course. Yeah. I was going to ask about like, because, you know, Paul and, and to have the name like Christ Solomon as one of your names. And, uh, okay. You know, my, like, my name is my, my real names, like my birth names. Oh, Ejirogene Paul, Ejirogene. That's praise God. I'm Paul from the Bible. Those are my actual birth names. Then, uh, Elijah, Christ, Solomon. There's, there are two other words. <laughs> Yeah, but those are my spiritual names. I was given in uh, some shamanic journeys and vision quests. Yeah. Whoa! What like what what what? Tell me about your shamanic journeys, Ijiro. Uh, that that is that is, I'd say that's that's a tool, a tool, yeah, a power tool that I use to to rip apart the veils. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, because you were from, I mean, you were from, uh, you, you, you live in Port Harcourt. And, yeah, Port Harcourt. Uh, which uh, you're from Yigeli. Like, like um, do you, like, what was your, do you remember, like, were you, were you in a group of people? And did you, like, like, when I hear Vision Quest, all right, in America, we hear, like, you go to Peru you take some yeah. drugs, you sip yeah. on the ayahuasca, <laughs> and you're in the woods and there's shamans. Like, were you with a group of people doing this? Or was this like just, yeah, what was it like for you? When I got the names? Oh, yeah. Or what, or even the vision quest. Like, did you take drugs? Did you just drop into a vision quest? Like, where were you when you had these visions? Okay, so I don't know how to put it, but I, I don't know how to put it into words, into words. But because it's a very spiritual experience, it's not something you say, yeah, 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 this, this is it. No, you can't just do that. You can't box it into some few words, but I will do my best. 
I really so, want you to. I really want you to, but that's fine. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> give it to me, Ajiro. Yeah. yeah, try try to put it into words. Let's see what happens. Okay, okay. So, it's it's like, uh, you know, when you're dreaming, when you're dreaming, yeah, you everything feels real. You see so many things. You hear things, and you feel things, right? Yeah. So, it's kind of like that, but in more intense vivid way for me this is personally for me yeah some people in in their own uh, journeys is, is they don't get too much visuals and all that but i do get a lot of visuals i do get a lot of intensity and it's very real to me it's very very enlightening and educational to me it's like it's cool it's like learning it's like i'm learning something and I'll, I'll admit my hypnosis background really helps me for it because I can just uh, bypass my, my conscious mind, my critical faculty telling me, yeah, 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 you just making it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I can easily just switch that off and, and like fully assume it, fully get into it, fully experience it. I'll admit hypnosis helped, helped me, but it, it's, not yeah. all, it's not all that is. Wow. Wow. This is sort of interesting. You know, I've talked about this a lot um, with one of my previous guests, Tim Seitz, when we did an episode where he hypnotized this girl to uh, bring forth like an interdimensional alien. Um, and this was like another person living in another galaxy, uh, but like through a human form. And what we talked about on that episode was like, what, you know, if there was one thing the world could do to actually awaken and get to a higher realm, his answer was explore hypnosis. Mm. <laughs> and I'm going, so on level, level of Jiro, I'm like, okay, well, of course, here's a hypnotist telling me this. Um, and I kind of agree with him. Like, yeah, it, that would like help him. <laughs> it would help all of us yeah. get business as hypnotists. But on the other hand, like, if you are someone that is able to bypass your own critical faculty and yeah, actually yeah. experience what a hypnotist normally has to guide you to experience, like if you can do that yourself, that yeah. is that is kind of the closest thing I can imagine to like five dimensional consciousness. Like that's huge. Godhood. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that is like like to, to be able to directly experience the imagination in that way. Um, or at least what people call the imagination. Um, you know, but but actually like the infinite potential that's lurking in all of our minds. I mean, like, yeah. dude, how do we get everybody on earth to be able to bypass their critical faculty? Do you have an answer for this? <laughs> Well, that's a very interesting question. Very wonderful question. But, <laughs> but as much as I like that to happen, I genuinely don't believe every single person is going to have that privilege, that ability, because we, all have, we are all at our different points in our journeys, in our lives. And we all have our, our enhancers and our limitations, our blocks. So... It, it may not necessarily happen at exactly the same time for everybody. Right. Yeah. But I, I can give some helpful tools and pointers. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear that. So uh, switching off your conscious mind, your critical faculty, 
is very important. It's very, very, very important because there's a limit to what you can get, a limit to what you can be, what you can have if you don't switch off your critical faculty. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So one good way to do it is absorption. Absorption, not just yes. focus. But focus is the door to absorption. Oh, what? Yeah. Way, explain wait, before you explain the second thing. What is just to make it a little more concrete and real for people? Like, what is the difference between focus and absorption, so people can really know? Okay, focus is like uh, so. I get. Um, let's say I want to eat. Yeah, I want to eat. Focus is like, hey, I'm hungry. Well, absorption is like, bro, I haven't eaten for seven days. I want to eat right now. <laughs> right. That's, that's a very easy way to say it. It's the, it's the degree of uh, engagement, intensity, and uh, effortlessness, automaticity. Yeah, absorption is more automatic. You can't choose to look away when you are absorbed. You can't look away. You can't. But wow. when you're focused, you can still kind of like, Nah, I'm tired of looking at this. I, I want to look at something else. Yeah, but in absorption, you are engrossed. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, that's interesting. It's training your brain for the automaticity or the, uh, uh, I, I don't know if I can even say it correctly. Automaticity. Yeah. Automaticity. Yeah, that's so interesting. I've never really thought about like the act of, uh, I, guess, I guess I have when it comes specifically to hypnosis, but like as a transcending your mind for daily practice, like for global awakening, the yeah. idea of hypnosis and automaticity being that. Because, you know, I know we both know uh, the work of Anthony Jacqueline, right, from Head Hacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he is all about automaticity. Um, he wrote about, you yes. know, he uh, he talks about the uh, automatic imagination model of hypnosis, yeah, which is, AI. yes, yes. And it's about, like, at the end of the day, what's the difference between play acting and hypnosis? is like how yeah, sort of right? connected you are to not being in control of or at least the sensation of not being in control of yeah, your hands when it's stuck to the table yeah yeah so that's kind of an yeah. interesting so, idea so, to get people to that point very interesting very interesting is that something so you trained me, uh, yeah yeah talk about it okay so anthony jacqueline is kind of a friend of mine like a good friend of mine who I really respect. He's, he's an awesome person and he has done a lot of great work and also made a lot of useful, valuable contributions to the hypnosis community and the mind power community at large, not just hypnosis. So I really mentor after him in some very important areas like the automaticity, for example. The AI was a breakthrough for everyone. Just be honest. <laughs> be yeah. honest, bro. There's a breakthrough for every hypnotist. Yeah. So uh, it, it's kind of like, hey, let, let me show you an example with, with myself. I wouldn't like to hypnotize you right now, of course. Uh, so let's say a name amnesia. So I could easily fake, like the play acting you talked about, I could easily fake that my name is gone from my mind. Like, hey, what's my name? Let, let me assume I know it now, Adrian Paul. Because I like giving very detailed examples, vivid examples. Right. So I know it now. So imagine my name is gone from my mind. Let me use the AI. I imagine my name is gone from my mind and it's actually real for me. 
now now so what's my name mm, I, I i can't really remember but now it feels like i'm acting but there's a point where i could it's kind of a coaxing but it, it's not it's not really a coaxing it's kind of an allowing a letting go mm. a letting go you know not everybody wants to let go yes and it's also more than a letting go it's have you heard of permanosis permanosis Oh yeah, permanent. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Permanosis for people who, uh, yeah, uh, it, like it's spelled P-E-R-M-A-N-osis. Yeah, it's it's a very yes, cool yes. concept. So, Explain so it for the listeners. Is, it's it's kind of like uh, getting hypnotic phenomena. Not just that, but uh, compliance. Not just that, obedience. Whatever you want to say, call it without any induction, without any change of emotional state or anything like that. And it's something I've really been exploring for the past three, four, five years now. Wow. Most inductions are not really necessary. Most change in emotional states are not really necessary. Just to create a kind of experience for the person like, hey, I experienced something cool today. This hypnosis raised my hand to my face and next thing I was in an altered state. So it's not really necessary per se, but that kind of brings like the feeling of automaticity to to more clarity and tangibility realness to me personally because it's like hey give me that book okay take hey your name is gone from your mind what's your name it's gone it's gone what's your name it's gone it's gone right bro i can't remember my name that that's that's weird you don't need any trance you don't need anything but those are useful tools to, for experiences. For example, in my shamanic journeys that we talked about earlier, uh, uh, I could journey with my eyes opened. Now, this is really advanced stuff. Yeah. I could journey yeah. with my eyes open. Yeah. And I would really literally have my inner visualizations, my inner creative visualizations layer over my actual physical vision. This is really advanced stuff. Like, yeah, dude, it's really what I've wanted for years. <laughs> I wish I could do this for <laughs> years. I've been like, like, that's why I bought Ripped Apart, which is uh, Anthony Jackman. First of all, for everybody listening, like, check out, anyways, uh, Anthony Jackman's work. I'll put a link in the episode for people. Uh, reality of is course. Plastic. Uh, reality I is Plastic is a b- great book. It's a great intro book to uh, impromptu hypnosis, but also, uh, I don't even know if he sells uh, the AI recording he did um with kev sheldrake ripped apart where he talks about these different models of hypnosis anymore uh he now teaches with his father at the anthony the jackwin uh hypnosis training online academy they do together um he really is one of the forefront people he is like the modern researcher like like explorer lewis and clark in the united states or i don't know uh like like marco polo of hypnosis in some ways like he's really exploring the new front of this kind of stuff um and yeah i mean look dude so so back to what you were saying yeah and one of the things that attracted me actually about ripped apart which was this one hour discussion about the automatic imagination model of hypnosis was he was like i never been able to hallucinate and once i started thinking about wow. hypnosis and doing it in this way he started to experience hallucinations for himself so then ajiro i was like i need to buy this because i want to experience it 
And yeah. I'm going to still say that I'm not having anything like what you're describing. So like, yeah, talk to me more about that. You're telling me your hallucinations are yes. over your eyes, like what you can see in what we call. Literally, quote, yeah, I could agree wow. with that. So, but let, let me not just ramble on and on about what I can do. Let me say how other people could tap into that. Is that okay? Yeah, please, please. If people want to like start tapping into that, yeah, uh, you, and you talked about experiences, bro, and you talked about absorption as part. I we <laughs> see we did the open loops, man. Look at how many loops we've opened at this conversation already. <laughs> yeah, um, I love we, open loops. <laughs> we got so many open loops. Well, the first one, the big question that I remember we were discussing was how do we get people to open get past their critical faculty so, and you mentioned absorption as number one and we haven't gone to number two yet is number two related to like how you can get people to start experiencing that or is it a totally different subject it's related okay absorption cool. is number one but focus is the focus is the door to absorption sometimes you can you can totally bypass focus and just boom 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 get them absorbed you can i've done that a lot of times but it's it's kind of better for, for experience purposes to make them remember it as an experience to kind of get them focused first. Yeah. So the second thing is relaxation. Relaxation. Mm. It's very helpful. Yeah. For some people, not, not everybody. I don't need yeah. relaxation, for example. But it's very helpful for most people. Relaxation. Yeah. So just find what makes you, makes you chill out, makes you calm down, makes you comfortable and add, add some absorption to that. Bro, you're good to go. You're good to go with that. Wow. So, so I recommend something to bypass the critical faculty. Okay, let's this. do it. Yeah. Stop, stop judging everything. I call it non-duality. So some, so some people can have something to compare this with or relate it to. Non-duality, yeah. Stop judging everything. Stop labeling everything. Stop trying to understand everything uh, from an intellectual standpoint because that limits your spiritual wisdom. I don't know if everybody listening to this is a spiritual person or sees themselves as that, but anyways, it's going to help you generally in your life and in your field of experience. You don't need to judge everything. You don't need to label everything. For example, look, look, look at your phone right now, bro. Just look at your phone or your computer, whatever. Yeah. Who says it's a phone? Who says it's a computer? Who says? Just look at it. Don't call it anything. Don't have any feelings or notions or opinions about it. Just absorb it. Now, having this frame, coming from this frame, this, this uh, meaning, this uh, meaning uh, standpoint, yeah. Yeah. It, it makes entering and assessing super trans states very easy. For example, if someone, if, because I'm very good at helping people let go, I'm pretty, pretty good at helping people let go and, fully bypass their critical faculties. So one thing I find is going there first really helps and, and just bringing them into that state of non-duality where everything is possible. Like everything is real. And at the same time, everything is not real and everything is not not real and not real and real at the same time. Like it's weird, but it's really cool really really cool wow how do you do that how do you get people you get to yourself there you, you're good to go 
that's a i mean the fact that you can do that um and i i imagine it goes back to uh being like nine years old and uh your yes. early experiences and then going into yeah. divination and all that stuff like what do you think for mo are you doing i i imagine uh like any really skilled hypnotist whatever they give you you're able to respond with uh what would you say to someone that's like a jiro I want to experience this, but I'm really overly analytical and I have no idea how to get to this place. Like, how do you usually work with those people? Okay, first, I get them to accept it. Like, just accept, yes, you're analytical. Of course, everybody is to a certain degree. Just yes. accept it. Don't judge yourself. Like, still, still with the same, stop judging and stop labeling. It's still the same gist. Don't don't start judging yourself. Hey, I'm an I'm analytical and shit. I can't do this. I can't I can't get that experience. No, just say okay, fine. I'm analytical. I don't believe spiritual things. I don't experience hypnosis. Fine. And then from there, what you do is acknowledge your conscious mind. Don't try to block it out because your conscious mind is going to tell you, bro, you're pretending. You're not hallucinating. You're making it up. Yes. Come on. You can't see anything. Just be honest. So what you do is you acknowledge it. You accept it. And you walk from that place to get to where you want to go. For example, let's say I'm a, I am analytical. I am very analytical, for example. Yeah. So And I want to hallucinate a bell. <laughs> My bell is here. So I <laughs> want to see that. Yeah. Uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to say, okay, fine. I, I don't, I can't do this. I can't. You accept failure. I can't do it. Nah, it's impossible. Then from there, you let your imagination come to play. You also acknowledge your imagination. You also accept your imagination because it's real, right? Of course, your imagination is real. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. definitely No yeah. one can deny that. Even the most analytical people agree that the imagination is very real. So you also acknowledge that now you let yourself get increasingly more absorbed into your imagination and you attach it with very good feelings that are precious to you you know what makes you feel good you know what feelings you enjoy the most so just experience them and attach them to the to your imagination most times these analytical people that talk talk about that kind of experiences they have very negative connotations about letting go and about uh being being open enough to experience the imagination very vividly like that and also negative feelings about it sometimes even very unconsciously they don't know they have it so let these things come up let them come up inside of you or outside of you and experience them it's all about experience it's your personal experience i can't tell you that's not real for you and I can't tell you it's real for you either, because really, from the non-duality standpoint, nothing is real, nothing is fake, nothing is nothing, nothing is everything, nothing is not everything and not nothing. It's kind of my personal view, and it really helps me to fully let go and experience bliss. Interesting. Interesting. That's okay. So, like, so you notice a strong theme of acceptance there, right? Yes, yes. So then what? Okay. So that's the way it is. 
wait a minute what just happened there did you just like leave like like open the loop and then pause and then like <laughs> let me fill in my mind in that moment like what what just happened <laughs> or did <laughs> bro <laughs> i love open loops i love open loops <laughs> dude what do you love about open loops do you use them a lot with people i mean you must you you kind of did of course of course there are like thousands of open loops in this recording already in this podcast oh yeah <laughs> If you notice it, there are thousands of open loops. And I do them purposely to help people learn and uh, absorb things and experiences on a very unconscious level, unconscious competence. You just find yourself in the days, hours, weeks, and months to come doing everything I said. I don't mean this in an egotistical way, of course. Yeah. <laughs> just find yourself loving everything I said and experiencing it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Find yourself better. yeah and also like you um well first of all like i'm trying to imagine are you working with people like one-on-one like do you do sessions where they come in and you're like dropping them and sleep and like all that kind of stuff or are you like how are you working with people mostly ajiro yeah i i hypnotize close to 10 people every day i go out in the streets i don't record them most of them but i think i should start doing that but i don't record most of them I just give people experiences, experiences. Sometimes I do drug highs, natural drug highs, like without any yes. drug. I've I done ayahuasca, I've done DMT, I've done marijuana. I've done a lot of drug highs. I've done ecstasy, methamphetamine. Like I've created this experience, this feelings, this state in people without any drugs. And uh, another cool thing I do is pain relief. I love pain relief because... I was bullied a lot, and, and in, in some parts of Nigeria, uh, some people are very abusive because I'm, I'm from Nigeria. And in my secondary school, I was abused a lot, and I was really, like, my left eye, for example, the vision of my left eye, I don't see my left eye currently, and that happened in secondary school because of some bullies. They attacked me and all that. Yeah, they, terrible. they literally beat me up, and I lost vision on my left eye. I know, maybe I shouldn't be saying this here, but I just feel like, People can relate more to me if I say this and know that, hey, you understood. So, and, and, and I kind of use hypnosis to really, really help me for the pain because I experienced retinal detachment. I went for an operation, a surgery, but I didn't get my vision back. In fact, the whole eye went black, like the vision went totally black after the operation. Wow. But the pain was too intense. The drugs weren't working. So I had to turn to hypnosis and this is part of my journey in getting into hypnosis. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like alchemy, Holy Ghost alchemy, Holy Spirit alchemy. Yeah. Turning my pain into wisdom, pain into power. How, so, are you, how were you introduced to hypnosis? Did you read a book? Did you watch a show or see a TV show about it? Like I read David Barron's books. <laughs> wow dantalion jones dantalion jones david i love david Barron. expert yeah yes i'm hoping to have <laughs> him on awesome. at some point soon i actually i trained with him uh like okay. back in 2013 wow that's cool yeah uh He's when awesome. jeffrey the, the late jeffrey stevens and him used to do trainings together and wow. uh jeffrey stevens was awesome bro I know. I, really I'm awesome. Very upset that that guy passed away. Uh, Whoa! I don't. Yeah. I didn't always agree with everything he said, but I. But I learned a lot from him, and I must say that I feel like he was actually doing like he, everything he came up with was yeah. like 
it was it was the hypnosis. His whole thing was this is the hypnosis you got interested in in the first place, and he was absolutely right. It is direct <laughs> suggestion. Yeah. Like yeah, very it, right. So like and, for and, and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I know he would like make people believe in elves for fun, like like people like his friends <laughs> make them believe in elves, and then like they wanted to keep the elf around, so he would not like. He'd keep the post-hypnotic suggestion, and then a week later, he'd be like, hey, you want the elf to come back? Great. And sleep. Okay, the elf's here. Awake. And, like, they'd play with the elf. Like, he would do this stuff. I mean, that was permanosis. Um, yeah, and you know what? permanosis. So that's cool. So you read David You read David Barron's stuff, uh, Dantel yeah, or Dantalian Jones. Yes, Dantalian Jones. He's a master at what he does. Then I got introduced to Justin Trans. Justin oh, yeah. Trans. Oh, master of masters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then Justin's amazing. Anthony Jacqueline's work. So those are my three major mentors right now in hypnosis, basically. Wow. How, uh, yeah. And they're all my friends. Yeah, uh, they're great. I mean, they're great guys. They're all of those guys. I mean, I don't know Anthony too well. I know David pretty awesome, well. Amazing people. And uh, Justin, I, I'm friends with. I trained with him, too. He's great. Um, yeah. I mean, do you think these, you know, so so you were interested in hypnosis. I mean, but also, like, were you reading David Barron? Was David Barron something that came from you later? Like, when did you get this eye surgery? And I'm wondering if you realized what you were doing was hypnosis later on or if you actually started, like, being like, hey, I need to figure out how to make my eye feel better, and it seems like hypnosis is going to help. Like, how did pain control fit into your life as it relates to your studies? Okay, it's kind of like a mix of everything you just asked. A little mix here and there of all of them. So, I kind of knew I was the one creating those experiences for people. I wasn't like, hey, it's Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. No, right, right. like that. <laughs> I kind of knew I was the catalyst, like the trigger. The one causing it, and and they had a big role to play in accepting it too. So uh, that was that. But I didn't know what I was doing entirely. I was kind of working on unconscious competence. It wasn't until I left secondary school at a very young age, of course, and I I got in contact with some books first, Forty Eight Laws of Power. Then from that, I was like, I don't really think it ends here. I don't want to be so kind of manipulative right. and kind of yeah treacherous <laughs> 48 laws of power <laughs> well i know yeah, why, 48 well, laws of power <laughs> oh my gosh there's such a great book but <laughs> it's like it, it, it's a fantastic historical study and of course uh, when my sister graduated high school, I was going to buy it for her. My my young, I have two little sisters, my youngest one, because we both entertain these kind of things. And uh, there was a mutual friend that was like, Greg, what kind of brother are you that buys his little sister this book on manipulating the world? Like, I get that you want her to be successful in life. Oh, my God. But so, know, who are you buying this for your sister? <laughs> What do you actually want? <laughs> so, I mean, well, oh, well, I was about to. Um, <laughs> I was definitely going to. Well, you know what? I never did end up buying it for her, though. I lent her my copy because um, I had okay. bought it a few years earlier for myself. Um, yeah, I mean, 
I, I don't look for full disclosure. My little sister is not a sociopath narcissist. Uh, I don't <laughs> I either though that book, if you're looking Robert Greene's 48 laws of power, like it will teach you how to be one really well. Um, that said, oh. so you were reading that book. What else within what? So you're like, you don't want to be manipulative. So, what happened next? So I was like, I don't think this is the end all and be all. So I went into studies of human nature, which I was already fascinated with, of course, and uh, the human mind, which I was already fascinated with. Yes. And I saw David Varon, mind control. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I started learning it, practicing it every single day. Like everything I would see there, I would actually go out and test it because I'm very bold and kind of ballsy. And I could easily take risks and switch off my mind, like just want to be curious about the experience, not the outcome. I don't care about outcomes. Like, not like I don't care about outcomes, but you understand me. I, I do. I do. You're not attached. You're not attached the to the outcome. Yes. 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 Right. I'm not attached to the outcome. So I kind of like anything I see, I literally test it with friends, family, colleagues everybody i go out to the streets hey you want to see something cool check this out i just try it out and i got really good really fast but the turning point for me was reality is plastic the turning point was when i found justin trans the turning point was also when i started to read uh dave elman's work dave elman yeah oh yeah when i found out that anything and everything can cause hypnosis i was like whoa so I could just say, ba, 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 sleep. <laughs> I was like, whoa, yes. wow, that's amazing. And I, I started really doing this weird inductions where I'll just go up to people and say gibberish, nonsense, and say sleep afterwards. And, and you, uh, you see strangers, total strangers, like experiencing altered states of consciousness well that really worked for you like you actually went out and yeah. tried it like you would yeah. say gibberish and sleep and they would like go into a yeah wow yeah but not 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 like a hypnotic not not like the the average or the the, the basic kind of slumping over sometimes it might take weird forms like they might they may just roll their eyes backward and laugh and enter ecstasy it, like it's it wasn't it wasn't uh, a conventional type of sleep I was getting from people. I was getting different types of sleep. <laughs> some would wow. fall back. Some, some would enter ecstasy and start laughing with their eyes closed. It was crazy, bro. Wow. And, and what did you like? <laughs> that's so cool, man. That what, what would happen after? Like, did people, did you start like he, uh, helping people out with specific issues? Were you getting them to hallucinate? Like what kind of things were you doing once you got them into the trance? I've done state? a lot of hallucinations. Wow. Okay. Okay. I've done a lot of hallucinations. I've done a lot of pain control work. I've done a lot of, uh, mystical experiences yeah i've given people a lot of mystical experiences yeah there was even a time where i was kind of an atheist <laughs> i became right. an atheist I, I didn't believe in god anything and i started to hypnotize people out of their religion like i started what? to help people get rid of all religiousness wow yeah i did that 
Now, how do you do? That's kind of that. That's pretty out there, man. Like, did did people did people want to do that, or like like, or did you bring them back? Like, like, what did you? Of course, uh, people just wanted to prove some. So, let me explain. Let me explain. So, so yeah, I want to ex- understand. So, some of them just wanted to prove me wrong. Like, bro, that wouldn't work on me, and it'll work on most of them. And they will be like, hey. Now, after you did this, I kind of doubt myself. I kind of doubt my religion. While others would be like, hey, for you to actually do this, God doesn't exist. While others, it wouldn't work on some people. So it was kind of mixed, uh, mixed reactions. But I actually did that. And I think the video, uh, the video, David Barron has a version of it where he kind of uh, calls me out. Like, not really calls me out, like gives credit to me for the technique because I created a technique and David Byron put it on his YouTube channel. You could check it out. It's Whoa. There, but now I don't think it had, has much relevance to me except for my journey because I'm, I'm now back to spirituality. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. You have a technique for making people not believe in God for a second <laughs> or a couple minutes? Yes, yes, I do. Oh, my God. No, why, permanently, why? permanently. So wait a minute, you can make believers become atheists is what you're saying. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's a bold claim. That's a bold claim. But look, but I mean. I don't do it anymore. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's totally fine that you don't. I've never, uh, man, I must have miss, been missing some of David's videos. I'm going to have to look up this technique of yours. Not that I want to do it, but what always interests me, Jiro Paul, is how someone would do it and that's the thing even david's books he has the book mind control language patterns which he says these are unethical things to do to people like it is unethical to make somebody using subconscious language have self-doubt about their entire life and it absolutely is and it's really good to know about that stuff because there are actual sociopath narcissists out yes. there that are doing it to you all the time yeah. and they Very are honest. unconscious. Yes. They can do it. So, I mean, I always love learning about True. the techniques True. and um, it, it learn it. You so, know, I, I think it's so key. Um, I think politicians are very good at manipulating people into yeah. doing things that are not in their best interest. Um, so. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. So wait a minute. So you were getting people out of believing and then you yourself were doubting. But now you are. Yeah, you're like the Holy Spirit guy now. I mean, you're Holy Spirit shaman, Ajiro uh, Paul anointed. Like, yeah, what was there? How did you see God again? How did I? I didn't get that. Oh, how did you see God again? Oh, OK. OK. So I wanted to. I wanted to believe. I wanted to believe. That's just a simple answer. There's no long story about it. And I, I <laughs> if I would go into the experience of me actually meeting God and seeing him face to face, most people would be shocked. But it was real for me. And that's, 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 that's that for that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I really need to know. <laughs> you don't have to tell me if you don't want to, <laughs> but like, I really want to know what that means. Like seeing God face to face. What? Like what, when, <laughs> I mean, was this like, uh, I, I don't know, man, were you at a, were you at a, okay. So, okay. Let me talk about a little, a little about it. 
Okay. So it was like taking DMT, but I didn't take any drugs. It was like having um, doing um, psychedelics. So I started having this eye open hallucinations or creative visualizations, as I like to call them. And I was in a different place, a place of no place and no time. And I saw this throne, a mighty throne, an obsidian throne, and some dark entity who had this aura of blinding light about him. And the more I tried to look, the more I felt like I was dead. Yeah, literally dead. I couldn't feel my body. I couldn't feel myself breathing. I wasn't breathing anymore. I don't know if, if my body was still breathing, but in my consciousness, kind of like my awareness, I wasn't breathing. Like I was dead. So he spoke to me and said some things I would rather not say here because of people's different beliefs and attitudes and morals and mindsets. But those things changed my life. Wow. Who I am today, a very loving person. Wait a minute. I'm, I, yeah, you don't have to tell me what. Understanding about everything. You don't have to tell me what those things were you you heard said you were you heard were but like I want to know what kind of things they were like tell me this was it was it political like did they tell you about Donald Trump no not political no <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> gotta know that no, we'll no, start no, there no, no. Um, no was it <laughs> Jesus like like was okay. it stuff about Jesus so he uh. Was it like very Christian? Was it very but Christian? He told me about the meaning of life. He said? Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't okay. get that. I didn't get that. Oh, I, I I meant about Jesus. Like, like, was it or was it about Christianity? Like, like, was it was it about a specific religion? Is life. that life? Life. Oh, wow. I really wonder, like, what kind of things are going to offend the meaning of the life, the purpose of life, what happens after life. Interesting. What happened before life? What happened before life? So you're telling me you were sitting life. there. You were sitting there. You didn't take any drugs. There were no drugs no. in your body. My eyes weren't closed. No. And all of a sudden you saw the throne. Yes. And and this And I was dead. I was dead. That's very important. That's very important to note. I was oh my dead. Gosh. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, how do you know that this was a different like, like, well, you were asking to see God. Um, how do you know for sure that this was like a, a specific message for you that was different than all the other kind of vision quests that you had? Like, what made this one in particular matter so much? Uh, uh, there was so much love about it, so much unconditional love. Wow. And God gave you the answers. Yeah, personally, personally, very personally. When are you going to be able to, can you ever share the knowledge, the secret knowledge? Like, is there going to be a point in your life when you are going to let everybody know what you were told? Uh, it's quite likely. It's likely. Is this uh, all this uh, hashtag um banner of eight stuff i see in your facebook like what what is that i want to know what that's okay, all no, about that's man. a prophecy that's a prophecy uh, someone's going to be assassinated in the white house within what? the next several months it's a prophecy oh my god what that's scary 
it may not be literal, but it's going to be quite literal, almost literal, or or literal. But yeah. How often prophecy. do you? How often are you making prophecies? Very often. And how often do they come true? Can you give me some examples? Ninety percent. Ninety percent. Oh my gosh! Now that's a little scary to me. This man, you're like because I'm got... not because I'm not the one prophesying. Yeah. Yeah. Where do they? How do they come in? Like, yeah, like you're I'm wa- not the one prophesying. What does that mean exactly? I just know there's a knowing. Yeah, there's a knowing. This is it. Yeah, there's a knowing. Wow. So, so at one point, you you know you're son of uh, people in the church. Mom's a pastor. You you start experiencing some of these things from a young age. Uh, your yeah. version, you, you shamanic rituals, stuff like that. Then you start learning about hypnosis after you know your eye surgery and and uh, and, it, and it blows the veil open. Yeah, and now you you have an experience with God. Tell me this, Ajiro. How does hypnosis fit into? your religious beliefs your spiritual beliefs okay so uh in romans chapter 12 in the in the holy bible it says and be a trans first of all be not conformed to this world but be a transformed by the renewing of your mind i'm pretty guessing that uh, apostle paul didn't have any better words to to say those things as if if it were today he'd probably say and be a transformed by hypnotizing yourself so uh, that's how we relate because uh, every change happens only by hypnosis, only through hypnosis, some form of hypnosis. You can't change that. It's fact. It's law. It's the way life is. Everything is, is hypnosis. But at the same time, everything is not hypnosis. There's no such thing as hypnosis. And everything is hypnosis. That's, I, that's I'm totally I with you. I'm kind of there too. I believe, That's like my view of the world as well. Yeah. So... Apostle Paul would have probably said, and be a transformed by hypnotizing yourself, because that's what it means by renewing your mind. So if there's if you really want to renew your mind, if you really want to like experience life more richly, more fully, more enjoyably, if you really want to like achieve or assess freedom, by the way, that's that's a trap because you're already free. But if you really want to achieve or assess freedom and total power. Now, you really want to go deeply into hypnosis. And I recommend three people for this. I recommend Anthony Jack Quinn. I recommend Justin Trant. And I recommend David Barron. And of course, myself. (laughs) Yeah. Are you training people? Are you training people in how to hypnotize others now? Uh, I rarely do that, but I am. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, what is your when you're working with people like how do people come to see you these days? Are you you know, I mean, you mentioned going out on the street, but I also know that you are and this is interests me. We haven't talked about this yet. Um, You're a laughter trainer and coach and therapist and you do laughter therapy. Uh, Tell people how does that fit into all of this? Okay, so the Holy Bible says in Proverbs that laughter is the best medicine. And even most doctors now are admitting it, that laughter is the best medicine. Now, joy, a merry heart is very good for healing. Yeah, you could take all the drugs in the world. You could take all the tablets in the world. At some point, it gets really frustrating because 
you see the truth about it that, well, I don't want to go into that, but laughter mixes with all of this, merges with all of this in the sense that life is one whole cascade of emotional states. Even lack of emotion is still an emotion because we are emotional creatures. Even numbness is an emotion. Yeah. Even... Ted, wait, you I lost you for a second. What's what's uh, going on? You're, you said... Um... Madi, Nirvana. These are all emotions, but it's a state. Yes. Okay. 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 Gotcha. So all these different emotions, all these... And, and everything, basically, you look at the world as, um, like, all these experiences that people have, if you're, like, to simplify it, down to one thing, it's emotions, emotional states. Yes. Yes. And not just emotions, but states, states in general. Yes. States. Like, thought up in one. So, laughter is a hack. A hack. It's a hack. Because people want to get money before they feel happy. They want to have sex before they feel happy. Right. They want to get stuff, like physical stuff, cars, houses, hot chicks, before they feel happy. Men with six packs, big ass muscles. <laughs> but you can, you can jump it. You can, you can just go straight to the end. Like, just feel happy now already. And... Your chances of getting those stuff, those physical, non-essential, are, are, are high. You don't need a joke to laugh. You don't need other people to be laughing before you can laugh. Just start laughing. It's like what uh, Pastor Chris Oyakilome says about speaking in unknown tongues or praying in unknown tongues. He says some people just open up their mouth like, uh, Holy Spirit, pray, pray through me, pray. Through. No, it doesn't work that way. You start speaking in tongues and then the Holy Spirit takes over. Yeah, you trust. It's a game of trust. Life is a game of trust. If you were to ask me the most important word in life, I'll, I'll, I'll add a word behind it, but it is right trust, right trust, right trust. Yeah. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. So wait, yeah, you said light trust? Would you right, what, right, 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 right trust? So wait a minute. So yeah. explain that in the context of laughter. So right trust and okay, laughter. So yes. So when when you're laughing, like as a laughter trainer, I, I get a bunch of people in a room and I get them cracking up, like laughing up, laughing out every sickness laughing out every pain and laughing themselves into their healing into perfect health into riches so when i do that i notice something i notice that hey these people this is all these people want this is all like everything they're doing in their life every action every decision is to get this is to, is to laugh i'm like whoa Wait a minute. Yeah, so, everything in the, so, so wait, whoa, everything everything you whoa, do in life whoa, whoa. is to laugh. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Quote me anywhere. I put my name on that. Uh, Ijiro Paul Anointed says, no matter what you do, uh, yes, <laughs> you're just you're just trying to laugh. Yes, you're just trying to laugh. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you got it. You got it right.
<laughs> really? I mean, I'm 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 kind of bringing joy, getting joy right now. I guess when you go to the <laughs> when you when you go to the restaurant and you eat, food, you want to laugh. Yeah, you're like this food is so good, it brings me joy. Then you think about how great the food was and how much you wanted again, and that's a funny thing. Yeah. Or you know, you, you're yeah. you're getting married with someone and you're having a beautiful wedding yeah, day, and you think you back on laugh. it. You just want to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I right. you, you just want to laugh. So when you when you, you asked about right trust and how it relates to the laughter, now let me answer that. When you trust that you're already enough. Like, just the way you are. I don't care if you live in your mom's basement. I don't care if you're broke as a joke. I don't care if you're depressed, sad, without goals, without a purpose in life. But trust me, bro. Trust me, sister. You just want to laugh. And if you can, when you can, just believe you are enough just as you are. And begin to laugh where you are right now. Doors are going to open for you. That you're going to see opportunities where you previously couldn't see it because you were so stuck in your head. You were so uh, tight emotionally because you've loosened up. And then your mind is free to entertain creativity, the art and science of life. Now, the science of living, as Reverend Ike puts it, when you laugh, you are trusting the universe. You are trusting your higher self. You're trusting God. You're laughing. You're trusting your subconscious. Yes. Say, he that sits in the heavens shall laugh. That's what the word of God says. So you can choose to be on earth or you can choose to be in heaven and laugh and then be successful, be prosperous, be healthy, be free, find love. Because in Revelations chapter 12, the word of God says, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Woe, as sadness, pain, gnashing of teeth to those who are on earth. Now, this is very metaphorical. I'm not saying you should commit suicide and right, hope you, you right. end up in heaven. No, God forbid that. But it says, uh, but rejoice, rejoice, O heavens. That's those who are in heaven. Rejoice, rejoice. What's rejoicing? Laughter. That's the greatest form of rejoicing. Rejoice. Wow. That's um, rejoice. That's rejoice. amazing. Rejoice. Yeah, do you, that's, yeah, you that's that's awesome. when you laugh. So you trained in this? Like you trained like you went through laughter. I know laughter therapy is a real thing. Um did you did you like get formal training in laughing therapy, or do you just call yourself a laughing therapist? Like, like when did laughter become so important to you? It became so important when I started seeing results. Like, I would, now, I don't recommend this, but I would fast for days, and I'll just have these uh, intervals of laughter where I'll just, I'll just laugh and laugh and laugh, and I won't feel any hunger. I won't feel any pain. I won't feel any sadness. It will be like nirvana or samadhi. It will be like I'm so enlightened, awakened, ascended. I'll, I'll be like, Bro, wait, there's, there has to be something here. And, and then I would do it on other people, like using hypnosis, of course, make them laugh. And I'd see the joy on their faces. I'll be like, bro, wait, if this guy had a, a threesome right now. <laughs> That's, yeah, wait a minute. Why did you pause after if this guy had a threesome right now? Wait a sec. Are you still there? You're still there? Or foursome. <laughs> 
Would he be this happy right now? He's happy. Well, sometimes the answer, yeah, I'm still here, bro. You're not hearing me? No, no, I did. It, it's funny because it, pa it, it paused after you said, if this guy had a threesome and I went, what? How is he going to finish that loop? Um, okay, so wait. So you're okay, talking can about, I complete it? Yeah, yeah. So you're saying if a man has a threesome, what? Like if, if this guy, like when I would make people laugh, like laugh and laugh and laugh, I'll be like, that's when I see the joy on their faces and the peace, the, the expression, the glow. It's kind of a glow. It's a glow. When you laugh, when you laugh a lot, you begin to glow and your energy levels raise very high. And those yes. that are into uh, the law of attraction and manifestation, you enter the flow state, you enter the void. And whatever you intend happens like this fast, very, right. very fast, very fast. You manifest very easily because you have a glow about you. So when I see that glow on their faces, I'll be like, wait, if this guy had a threesome right now, would he be this happy? If this girl, this woman, this man won the lottery right now, if they won a, if they won a million dollars right now, would they be this happy? And the, the answer to the question sometimes is yes. Sometimes, sometimes, like a lot of times, it's no, a big no. So it shows a mystery there. It reveals a mystery. You can be happy now. You can feel good now. You can trust yourself now. You can trust life to be better now and actually make it happen effortlessly because true power is effortless truly wow effortless. wow 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 this is um that's interesting that's interesting that you think <laughs> laughter is the closest thing to um the closest thing to divinity in a lot of ways yeah what have right. you seen happen because of laughter, Ajiro? What, it, what, like in your experience, wow. I know you've used hypnosis to re heal pain. I know you've used hypnosis to make people like not believe in God just for kicks, and you don't do it anymore, but you used to. Um, like, what has adding laughter to the hypnosis and the things you do done that wouldn't have been as easy without it? Okay, I'll, I'll use very recent experiences. So someone is not like, hey, but has this, does this still happen? No, I'll use very recent experiences to answer that question. Is that okay? Yes. All right. So just day, a day before yesterday, I helped a man to heal from chronic ulcer pain. Ulcer. Wow. That's stomach pain but not just any stomach pain, ulcer, yeah. It was destroying him, destroying him. And he had taken a lot of drugs. He had tried everything. Because of that, he had to start taking uh, illicit drugs, like painkillers, ecstasy, and rohypnol, and marijuana. But it didn't work. But bro, I introduced laughter therapy to him got him to laugh for some minutes he was like no it's gonna hurt i said no it's not gonna hurt in fact i, I made him know that you cannot laugh. and this is a fact this is a fact note this you cannot laugh and at the same time feel pain if you have to repeat that over and over again to yourself please do you cannot laugh you cannot laugh and feel pain and at the same time feel pain it's impossible impossible so i got him to laugh and laugh and I started noticing he started coughing out some, uh, some uh, what do they call that stuff? 
kind of muko or whatever. Mukos. He started coughing it out. And after he did that, he started crying. And he said, it's like he took a bunch of very strong painkillers. He said, yeah, you actually did. <laughs> yeah. He told me how he was healed. Told me how he was healed. And I was very happy. Very happy for him. Very happy for him. And that's one experience. Mm-hmm. I've also had the experience of chronic migraine. So that's just recently too. A lady who had suffered chronic migraine yeah. for years, years, years. And she had been prayed for by faith healers and pastors, nothing. Sometimes she would go and come back the next day. But she tried, she, not tried, she, she gave laughter therapy a chance. She gave it a chance. She gave it a chance. And the rest is testimony. She's healed of it now. I'm very proud um, to say that. Yeah. Do you think God is helping with this at all? Or is it just suggestion? Or is suggestion is powerful suggestion God in your view? Like, like what, what do you think is more powerful there? Well, it's suggestion, not God. Who is doing the healing? Oh, wait. Is, are you asking, is suggestion not God? Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of what I'm I'm picking up from you. That's what I'm picking up from you. It, from what my understanding is that you've come back and forth from believing that, uh, you know, you, you went from spiritual b- childhood, learning this stuff yourself, having visions, questioning it, experiencing pain relief, delving into hypnosis, believing that hypnosis might be it and it might be placebo and it might be the power of the subconscious and there might not be any spirituality. And then you had this experience and now you see them as one of the same thing. God and hypnosis. What's happening beyond the critical fact? I don't at the same time. Yeah, really? What is, what do you think the limitation, how do you explain that? I see, I see them. It's very hard to put into words. It's very hard to put into words. True wisdom cannot be boxed. True wisdom can never be boxed up. So uh, I will do my best to explain it. I believe they are all one and the same. And at the same time, I believe they are not. Simple and short. And I like to be there. I just like to be there in between. Perfect balance. Yeah. Yeah. Balance. That's interesting. So somebody to be like, hey, Ijiro, everything you're doing is total suggestion. It's just the power of the mind. You can look at this as just we don't understand why it works, but God's not involved like an atheist perspective. But like still believing yeah. in hypnosis, like you could be like, yeah, that's true. And also it's not true. Yeah, that's true. And both of them are the same to you. Yes. Yes. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. That is, that is pretty, uh, that's like definitely a interesting place to be. I mean, it is kind of beyond words. Yeah. It's very beyond words. Very beyond words. Wow. Wow. Ajiro Paul, the anointed, the Holy Spirit shaman. Uh, what's next for you? Where are you going? Like, where, where do you think, are you going to, I know you don't, are you, are you going to become God next? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope I hope you don't go that direction. <laughs> oh my God, Lorraine. Okay, so what's next for me? Help more people and document it. Actually, document it. You no, know, my biggest challenge so far is not documenting my successes. 
I was gonna I say, I want to see your channel. Know about it. Yeah, I want to see your YouTube yes. channel, dude. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I mean, I will do that. You know, not that I. So the next step. Oh, the next ahead. step for me is documenting my successes. Actually telling the whole world about it, letting people know, hey, I did this, I did this, I did that. Uh, and you can benefit from it too when you work with me or you choose to work with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that'll be the next step. Helping more people and letting people know about it. Letting people know. Wow. And, I mean, I know you don't have a website yet, but people yeah. can learn about you from, I mean, I'm going to post the link for everybody to check it out, uh, at Jiro Paul Anointed on Facebook. Uh, do you have any, yeah. other, is, it, is there, a, are you going to be anywhere else anytime soon or is Facebook the best place to? Uh... You, YouTube, I have a YouTube channel, but I haven't posted anything on it yet. I just have one subscriber, but I'll soon be posting a lot of stuff on there soon. Oh, great. I hope it's a zero Paul hyphen Holy Spirit shamanic magic Zekmis and Zekmis is spelled Z E C M S a zero Paul hyphen Holy Spirit shamanic magic Zekmis Z E C M S. Dude, Watch I feel like your next move. <laughs> don't don't say you're yeah. God, but at least God has three letters in his name. I think you need to cut down on this name here, dude. I need you. I think you just need to be like E J I, and that's it. E G, just like <laughs> that's how everyone could find you. It meets all these things in parentheses. That's my decision for you for your future. I'm anointing you like right. less names. <laughs> no, I just want people to be able to find you if you uh, they want to learn more about your journey. Um, hey, before you go, by the way, what did God tell you? Just tell us. You, you don't have to. You don't have to make it a big deal. What did God tell you? Come on. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you can't say There's it? Too what? many variables. There are too many variables. Too many variables. Can't you can't say it. My gosh, I want the exclusive. Ijiro, I need to know what God told you that is going to be. Okay, look, fine. Don't tell me what God told you specifically, but tell me, is there anything from what God told you that uh, we can apply right now to our lives that might be helpful? Uh bypass your critical faculty, bypass your conscious mind. But the basic gist is that you don't actually have a conscious mind. You don't actually have an unconscious mind. These are just models, models and frames to help you better understand stuff. Nothing is real. Nothing is fake. But everything is real. Don't go jump off a bridge and say nothing is real. Everything is real. But yeah. it's, it's a helpful place to be to experience hypnosis better. Wow. Wow. Non-duality. Non-duality bypass your critical faculty. And it sounds like uh you know I know you're you're not in the United States but uh I I'm I'm a guessing that if people want to work with you over the computer on Zoom or whatnot uh have you done any sessions virtually for people? Yeah. Awesome. Yes, awesome. I have. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, this guy, look, I'm nervous for what's going to happen in the White House, but um, Jiro Paul has told us it's all going to be okay. As long as we do absorption, as long as we relax ourselves, and as long as we don't judge, then 
uh, we're all going to get into a place where we can experience beyond the critical faculty of the mind and maybe even uh, start hallucinating more like you are. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love yeah. the message. <laughs> I think it's cool stuff, dude. Thank you very much. Have you ever done any? Me. Have you ever done any drugs? Of course, yes. I used to be addicted to marijuana, methamphetamine, wow, rohypnol, and crack cocaine. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! What? How did you overcome that? Hypnosis and decision. Wow! Wow! And if anybody also, uh, I'll give one or two things too. Yeah. To replace the highs, to replace the highs, like. To compensate for uh, withdrawal, I did a lot of laughter. Those were the, the fasting days I talked about, the days I fasted. Uh, a lot of laughter and a lot of speaking in tongues, in unknown tongues, praying in unknown tongues. Those really, really helped me to overcome withdrawal and cravings. Yeah. Wow. the highs. That's like crack cocaine and methamphetamines, man. That's like really intense stuff. I mean, the fact that you were able to surpass that. Um, and I quit cold turkey. Cold turkey. Wow. Wow. After that is, four years. After four years. Holy moly. That is that is wild, Ijiro. I mean, I don't even know. Um, so you, I, I, I'm guessing you wouldn't recommend any of those drugs for the listeners out there. Not at all. God forbid. You don't need any drugs. Maybe you can do psychedelics, but you don't need it either. You don't yeah. need it. You absolutely don't need it. What about the 48 laws of power as a holiday gift for your family members? <laughs> Would be cool. Very cool. <laughs> I mean, it's still, it's still, it's a good, it's a transformational book. I liked it. I liked it. But just remember, you got to come from heart. You got to trust your heart, yeah. trust your gut. And uh, yeah, come from faith too. Or whether, even if it's not a God, just believe in there. There's an inner knowing you have no matter what. Um, yes. And, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, like beyond even, even if you're listening to this and you don't believe in God, um, I feel like what you're speaking to is what's going on on either your soul or your subconscious mind. Um, it's, yeah it's the same thing in a lot of ways. Yeah. And also yeah. not the same thing. And also not. Yes. And also not. Yeah. Very cool. A Giro Paul anointed Holy Spirit shaman Zek Z-E-C-M-S um, or E-G as he's going to be called from now on. Um, <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hey, look, this oh, has been a very fun conversation. I really loved glorious it. Glorious conversation. Glorious. Thank Come you on. so much. Absolutely. I'll be excited to see uh, the videos and what comes next. All right. Open loops. Do, do. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. You must listen to the open loops, a theme park for absurd beliefs and systems of integration between the mind and the creative spirit. Open loops.